Welcome to the Remedial Film Class Podcast, a special Friday the 13th edition. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Travis. And I'm George. Hey guys, it's been a little bit since we've talked about Friday the 13th, and for our newer listeners, uh, go back to the archives. We watched them all. Uh, Poor (laughs) George. He had no idea (laughs) what he was getting into. Uh, But we love those movies, and I love the original, and it's out on 4K. And I watched it this week, and I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about that I couldn't find online anywhere else. So, boys, pull up a chair. Let's talk some Friday the 13th. Yes. Get on your soapbox, Dan. Let's Mm. let's hear it. All right. So here is my soapbox. Guys, I've never seen this movie in 4K. Uh, It just came out this fall. I watched it on my giant theater screen all by myself so I could pause and rewind as much as I wanted to analyze the new detail. Privilege. Guys... (laughs) I want to talk about the scene at the beginning of the movie, and this is really the long and short of it. Uh, It's going to be a quick episode, but I think you're going to find this riveting or Mm. a big waste of time. Hit me in the comments (laughs) if this was a waste of your time (laughs) or if you could find this anywhere else, because I Googled my heart out and looked through the indexes of books and couldn't find any of this anywhere. So you didn't find a connection to Shakespeare, did you? (sighs) Or Roman history. I wish. No, actually, uh, we're close to Roman history, but you'll see what I mean. Okay. Guys. So Friday the 13th, we all remember Halloween's opening ripped off, black background, white credits, Annie gets in a car with a stranger named Enos who immediately touches her butt. Okay. You with me so far? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So far in the 4K world, not much different. Looks pretty good. I dare say the HDR makes that scene at the beginning where the face fades to black look extra creepy. Because it can get like a, a more detail at dark levels thing. It was like substantially creepier than normal. So that's cool. Check the okay. 4K out. But here we go. Kevin Bacon, the lady he bangs, and the funny guy are driving in the pickup truck. You know the scene at the beginning? They're headed to camp talking about how they're going to have a good time and yeah. all this. Mm-hmm. Guys, there's two novels on the dashboard. Uh-oh. And you know I love detail. And you know those are there on purpose. So I mm-hmm. had to pause of that, course. Mother, and do a little Googling because you can't see one of their titles all the way. First novel on the dashboard, Mario Puzo's The Godfather. Now, oh. when I see The Godfather novel is on the dashboard, my first thought is, Cavernous Vaginas! <laughs> yeah, that was my yeah. first thought, Because that book, if you've not listened to our Godfather episode... Contains an entire plot about a giant vagina. <laughs> I wish and that was made up. Sonny was the only. Sonny was yeah. the only Sonny. foot that could fit that glass slipper. Right. <laughs> wow. Actually, you know I'm what? Bite, I'm biting my fist right now. Honestly, guys, <laughs> if that was the extent of the B plot, I would be like, that's in poor taste. And it's referenced in the movie when the lady at the beginning shows how big his dick is with her hands like a $5 foot long. The idea mm-hmm. that the. Second half of that book involves a plastic surgeon not in any of the movies reconstructing her vagina to fit his penis mm. for his own personal use. That's pretty that's messed just, up. Yeah, that's not a bad. big fan of Mario Puzo's The Godfather. How much book. did we discuss? How much of a tragedy it is that that's even part of lore of Godfather? It's like just any like of that. I know we're not <laughs> big so fans sad. of censorship, but couldn't we just 
have somebody go in there and snip out the like give that subplot of vasectomy or something get it out yeah. of the throw it in it's, the trash move anyway should guys, not be there mario what were you doing brother imagine though it'd be like if we got famous for this podcast and people were like hey we've heard the sleepaway camp episode mm. we'd be like damn it <laughs> but we can't take it down because it's got so many hits yeah and the hysteria continue guys liked it and it's got aaron and and Aaron's there. We can't. Okay. Yeah, we can't. So why is the Godfather in Friday the Thirteenth? Did Sean Cunningham think he was making cinema on the level of the Godfather? Probably. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you know, honestly, <laughs> I don't know Sean Cunningham that well. But you know that part in the Godfather where he sees Sonny in the funeral director's office. He's calling in his favor. And he says in that perfect Brando that I can't do. It's when he says, look how they massacred my boy. Oh, right, right, right. Look how they massacred my boy. So look how they massacred my boy. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, You know, a little hint of what's to come (laughs) in the plot of Friday the 13th. Spoilers for the original Friday the 13th if you haven't already seen it. Guys. What are you doing? Listen to this. Go watch Friday the 13th in 4K and then come back and hear the hear the rest of yeah. this. Watch it on Friday. So that's pretty cool, right? I mean, look how they massacred my boy. The story of revenge after the murder of a, a child, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in Friday the 13th. Damn. Anyway. I like it. I never noticed that before. The other book is tricky. It's clearly a paperback. You can see the name Alistair McLean and you can see Night with End. So I did some Googling, and he does have a book called Night Without End. The word end is obstructed by the windshield wiper. So you just mm-hmm. can't see it on the thing. So I'm like, Night Without End, Alistair McLean. Now bear in mind, too, the working title of Friday the 13th was A Long Night at Camp Blood. And we've talked about how Camp Blood is a reference to Bay of Blood by Mario Bava. So is this book where the long night part comes from? This Night Without End? I've never heard of this book. So I did the thing every high school student does when they have to learn about a book they haven't read. I went straight to Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) We had, we had cliff notes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the same thing, but the basic plot seems to be that a British airliner crashes in Greenland and the surviving passengers are taken in by like Arctic researchers. So it sounds a little bit like the thing at that point, but there's two criminals and you know, uh, bad murders and stuff happen. Anyway, uh, let me just read you a little bit from the Wikipedia entry so that I get my facts straight on this thing. Quoting from Wikipedia here, Finding that killing the entire group is not possible, the criminals initially take the survivors with them, but soon abandon all of them except for the stewardess for whom Mason, some character, has developed a romantic attachment. Skipping ahead a little bit here, A chase ensues across the Arctic landscape to the shore where a trawler waits for the criminals. But the intervention of the Navy on information from Hillcrest, whoever that is, frightens off the trawler. The criminals are surrounded and after bitter hand-to-hand struggle, hmm, the secret device, something, something, secret hostages, who cares? The first criminal is killed. However, the second is still on the go, having himself and the stewardess locked up in a fast-moving glacier. God, this sounds terrible. Dr. Mason manages to rescue her, but the killer, mm-hmm, is left to die. Spoilers for a book you'll never read. The first criminal is killed. However, the second criminal is allowed to still be on the go at the end of the book. 
Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Mason, Jason. Killers in the lake, left to die. Hmm. So he's still out there. I mean, shit, dudes. They (laughs) tell you the whole plot of this movie on two paperback books in the first bit of the movie. And you'd never seen it because you could never read it on VHS or DVD. Right. Huh. And it's nowhere online. So people put it online. Credit Dan and Travis and George. Remedial Film Class exclusive. Remedial Film Class. Breaking news. 1980. (laughs) Fucking 43 years later. And we're breaking news news on this bitch. This just in. (laughs) The boy in the lake is there. Also, guys, uh, the effects in 4K, that axe in the face, holy shit. It's still, it's seamlessly perfectly gross. Nice. Like, I was just, it looks like that poor lady took an axe to the face, and I am very (laughs) sorry for her family. So happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Uh, You have no better reason than it's Friday and it's the 13th to go pop that shit in and check it out and see if you can make out those covers and watch the rest of the movie and then hell go read the books except for the godfather vagina parts skip those yeah skip. That. go watch the movie of the godfather but go read that weird book about the glacier doctor crash landing <laughs> i mean for all Dude, i know I... he pops out of the lake at the end i don't know i haven't <laughs> i haven't read it were they I... hockey players maybe Ooh. I love how excited Dan is whenever he <laughs> finds something like this. He needs a film class. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I have been mining the Friday the 13th movies for content. This is not a made-up thing. This is true. I wrote my first research paper in life on the Friday the 13th movies in sixth grade. It was a nice. year-long project. Research paper. So, I mean, I've been mining those movies since 2000 or whatever, two, 1998, probably. Wow. Guys, Dan, there is not another like you in this You're world. You're a true fan. There's something wrong with me. If you've heard the elves episode of the Hysteria Continues, you probably understand yeah. where a lot of it came from. Yeah, yeah. You should probably sit down with Sean Cunningham. Hey, anybody out there knows Sean Cunningham? I, I'd love to chat with them. I would love to have the ear of the guys who are making the new TV show. Got a couple mm. of things I want to point out from those movies that probably haven't been brought up by other people. Guys, uh, have our people call their people. Remedial mm. Film Pod at we gmail. We need people. We need people. Get me somebody. <laughs> Surrounded by assholes. <laughs> He's an asshole, sir. Hey, thanks for joining us on Friday the 13th for a quick Friday the 13th breaking news. Uh, Friday the 13th type thing. If I say it two more times, it becomes Friday the... And it already... Ah, guys, magic. It is Friday the 13th because I just said it for at least the fourth time. Facebook.com slash Remedial Film Pod is where you can find the podcast. You can always get to our group, the extra credit group through there. Uh, And don't forget, email me, remedialfilmpod at gmail.com if you know Sean Cunningham. If you are Sean Cunningham or if you just want to tell me why Michael Myers is your sexy daddy, Three years in, I still don't know why that is, but I'm interested. We'll be back at a regular time with an episode on Brian De Palma's Scarface. We'll see you next week.